Welcome to Gutter Trash episode 288, Shackleton, Antarctic Odyssey, by Nick Bertozzi. Bertozzi? I think it's Bertozzi, but I'm not positive. Hey. My name is Eric. I am Jason. Hello. What's up, buddy? Not much. I'm enjoying the lisp that you're developing. Hey, am I developing a lisp? I don't know. It sounded like oh. you were. You said, what's up, buddy? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, oh, okay, I'm developing, like, I'm trying it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Not like, it's happening to me. <laughs> I got you. Yeah. Yeah, I was, I was thinking about changing up my voice. Well, sure. Yeah. You got a new job and everything. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I might as well change it all. Change my underwear. I'm changing everything. How about you? I'm doing all right. Yeah. Yeah. Enjoying this hot day. I am not. It's hot. Because it's hot. Yeah. 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 Sucks. It kind of does. Especially since we've been so used to, like, this nice, like, springtime summer. It has been very mild, uh, especially this past month. Mm. A little rainy, but Mm -hmm. pretty mild. Yeah. And it's been enjoyable. Mm Mm-hmm. I love it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Weird. Yeah, I mowed the lawn today for my friend Michelle, and uh, I looked at the forecast last night, and there was a picture of the sun, and it was obscured by many, many clouds. Uh-huh. And I was like, cool. That probably <laughs> means it's going to be cloudy. I didn't look into the, like, like the temperature or the humidity level. It, well, it said 64 to 84 is the range or whatever. Uh-huh. Um, and you know, I didn't like investigate to make sure that's what that symbol meant. Right. But, but I assumed it meant it was going to be cloudy. Right. And when I mowed today, there was not a cloud in the sky. Yeah, partly cloudy. Yeah. Yeah. Part, the part was like later in the day, I guess. Right. Yeah. 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 Like, uh, the sun just came out right now after a few seconds of, uh, not being out. Right. So, th- partly cloudy. Oh, that was the part. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I should have waited until now. Yeah. So we should have done this at like 9 a.m. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> We couldn't have, because I was busy. But I'll get to that later. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Were you on an Antarctic Odyssey? <clears throat> I was not. Oh. Yeah. Well, that's probably good. Yeah, because... apparently it's hard. Yeah, and would have uh, not taken the few hours, but uh, years. Yeah. Right? <laughs> and uh, also uh, would never have achieved uh, the goal that I was uh, setting out for. Spoiler. <laughs> <laughs> Shackleton. Ernest Shackleton, correct? Ernest, yeah, Ernest. Yes, uh, the, the uh, titular Shackleton. Yep, <laughs> the titular Shackleton. <laughs> uh, so, uh, so this is a, uh, uh, a story that is based on true. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah. Much like Aquaman. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's based on truth. There's blonde-haired dudes that swim. I've seen them. That, that is true. Yeah. I can't <laughs> deny that. 
<laughs> but do they talk to fishes? <laughs> Possibly. Depends on what drugs they're on. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, Ernest Shackleton. Uh, British, British? Was it? Yes. British, British explorer? Yep. I, I'd actually seen a PBS special. Like, they did like a three part PBS special on like a modern team of explorers who tried to duplicate um Shackleton's adventure uh-huh. like the same kind of like suits and boats and everything yeah. and they could not do it right um i only saw like i think i saw like part 2 right. know, and that is all i saw did they all die <laughs> see i never saw part 3 oh, okay yeah. but uh but yeah i know they they were having trouble like some of them were like unable to to walk and things like that after right. being being on the ice for so long yeah now, when, when he said they, they tried to replicate his adventure, mm-hmm. uh, his, his odyssey, if you will, uh, you mean the fact that they purposely wanted it to be fucked up and uh, not succeed? It, yeah, I mean, they wanted they they went like all the same places, like to Elephant Island. Okay, and, and uh, yeah, Cause... I mean, they tried to get to the pole though. Okay, and, yeah. So they were trying to actually recreate his purpose. I think so. Now that you mention it, maybe they were just recreating his actual journey. Maybe okay. they, yeah, I'm not sure. Because uh-uh. uh, after reading the events of this book, I don't see why anyone would ever want to recreate exactly what would happen. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> because uh, it does not seem like an enjoyable time for anyone. No. Except no. for maybe Ernest Sha- Shackleford. Yeah. Shackleton. <laughs> Rusty Shackleford. Rusty Shackleford loved his adventure in outer space. This is the best outer space odyssey based on Ernest P. Worrell's adventures. <laughs> Ernest in space. Why That's what we should have watched. Why didn't, uh, why didn't they call this book Ernest in the Antarctic? Yeah. <laughs> Ernest gets cold. <laughs> <laughs> Sponsored by Snuggle bath- Bathroom and Softener. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I can't believe that I almost forgot that that happened. <laughs> yeah, yeah. When I showed up, you were watching Kill Bill Volume Two. Yes, uh, it was uh, being uh, broadcast on on regular people television. Yeah, uh, and uh, it was just after the scene where spoiler, uh, she kills Bill right after he calls her a cunt. Yes, which I was really hoping they would have inserted another word, uh-huh. like called her like a kitty cat or something right yeah but they just you know they just uh they, they, yeah they muted it yeah. they didn't even beep it out right uh it would have been fun if there would have been another <laughs> yeah. like a real cute word yeah yeah like you jerk yeah a real jerk <clears throat> like the uh have you ever seen robocop uh aired on television no wow uh the, there's the scene where uh miguel Ferrer is uh uh, or, or, uh, you know, Albert from Twin Peaks right. is, uh, you know, in the bathroom and he's talking shit about, uh, you know, his boss or whatever. And, uh, turns out his boss is in the stall and, uh, oh, yeah, yeah. And he comes up to him and, uh, the, the made for television version, uh, like he comes up to him and he's like, you know, and uh, I used to call the old man names and, you know, he starts listing off the, all the names that he used to call uh, his boss. And, <laughs> and in the, the movie version, he says, at one time I even called him an asshole. And in the made-for-TV version, he's like, in one time, I even called him something worse. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> Didn't doesn't have the same impact. <clears throat> no, it does not. No. 
Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so we were watching uh, Kill Bill. And uh, like as soon as uh, she kills Bill, uh, it cuts to a uh, commercial that says, Kill Bill Volume 2 is brought to you by Snuggles Bathroom Softener, or whatever the fuck it was. <laughs> it was just so good. Like, because if it would have went right to just a commercial for Snuggle with that little bear, right. that would have been, you know, like, Whatever, yeah, it's funny, TV, right? right. Yeah, yeah. But but the fact that they announce, you know, the name of the film over this like logo of Snuggle, <laughs> it's like they should have just put uh, that little bear in the yellow jumpsuit with a sword. That would have been perfect. <laughs> Doing the five finger death punch or whatever. Yeah. Oh man, it's good stuff. <clears throat> But yeah, Shackleton. Shackleton. Antarctic Odyssey. Yeah. So, okay, so this guy wasn't the first one to try going to the South Pole, right? Uh, according to this book, no. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he was on the first expedition, and he got sent home. Yeah, because he had scurvy. Scurvy. Yeah. Yeah. Which, uh, I don't... Uh, I don't uh, keep up with my uh, diseases very well. I, I don't exactly know what scurvy is. It's, I think it's something you get when you become a pirate. Okay. So he yeah. must have been a pirate. Right, yeah, yeah. yeah. Or ate a lot of Long John Silvers, because <laughs> they give you those pirate hats. So I think you can get scurvy from those hats. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> I think, yeah, is it some sort of like, is it like botulism or something? Some sort of... Horrible bacteria. I don't. I don't know. Yeah. I'm not sure. Well, what is it when you uh, we don't eat enough uh, citrus or vitamin C? Oh, is that? Uh, I, don't, I, don't, I, don't know. I don't know. Syphilis. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, Ernest Shackleton probably he was fucking penguins. Sure, he got scurvy from fucking penguins. That you was, know, you're spending a long time, and they're. Really, the only other living organisms out there. They're dressed in suits. And they're dressed in suits, and everybody knows that everybody loves somebody in a suit. Yeah. yeah. It's just a power trip. Yeah. It's sexy. Sexy, powerful. And, you know, first law of the sea is you can't have sex with your crewmates because no. uh, you all have to live together right. and it'll just get weird. Don't shit where you eat. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, these guys actually did have to shit where they ate because they were on a tiny boat for mo- many, many, many months. <laughs> but that doesn't mean they were gonna fuck penguins where they eat. Right. They did that on the ice. <laughs> where it belongs. Yeah. <laughs> Keep it on the ice, boys. I think that was what Ernest always said. <laughs> he did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh so yeah, so he was part of the first expedition to the South Pole that uh, also did not make it to the South Pole, mm-hmm. uh, but he got sent home uh, long before they even gave up. Yeah, <clears throat> because of the aforementioned scurvy. And that was in like 1902, I think. 1901. Yeah, one to four. Okay, so it's, it was a, a three-year journey. Yeah. Wow. Uh, then there was a second uh, trip that he was a part of, or the, not. Uh, the second one was 0709, was called the Nimrod Expedition. Right. I guess he was not a part. Or, yeah, he was. Okay. Yeah, he was part of that. Yeah, is that the one where they made it, like, 97 miles close yeah. like, away from the South Pole before they had turned around? Yeah. Yep. 
And they uh, they were on ponies instead of dogs. That was where they went wrong. Uh, they yeah. figured that out. I'm just looking at it right now. I don't remember all that because I don't remember anything. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, you know, it's a historical uh, tale, so yeah. there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of dates, dates and, and facts and figures, names, and yeah, places like Antarctica. Is that even a place? It's not. Yeah, I didn't think so. Yeah, it's made up. That was part of the fictionalized. He mentioned in the beginning that it's based on fact, but right, yeah. they added some things. I was like, I've never heard of that state. Right. Because everybody knows that Antarctica is made up by Marvel Comics, and it's also the home of the Savage Land. I thought it was in, I thought it was in just Guar Cannon. <laughs> we'll go our soul tomorrow. Oh, yeah. well, that's cool. They deserve it. Um, and then in 1910, there was the Edmundson expedition that Shackleton had nothing to do with, I guess. Okay. And they got to the South Pole. Huh. Interesting. So they were the Swedish or Norwegians or um, I'm not sure. The last names are Hansen, Wisting, Hassel, and Jal. Yeah, they they it sounds like Abba waiting to happen. Right, so, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then the uh, the first team, or the the guys that uh, tried it the first time out, they. Uh, uh, made it to the South Pole a, m- a month later or a year later? Uh, let's see. Um, yeah, a month later without Shackleton. Right. Man, I, th- I feel like any expedition without that guy will make it to the South Pole. Right. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. And then, yeah, in 1914, he, uh, he, he took like 20 something dudes and. Yep. A bunch of dogs. Like 40 dogs? Yeah. Something like that. Um, so, I was uh, partially reading this book yesterday when I was at my girlfriend's house. And, uh, well, uh, skipping ahead uh, to when Shackleton uh, begins the journey, you know, uh, there's like a two-page spread where they list like all the... Uh, <laughs> All the crew members of the uh, the ship, right, and uh, like all the supplies that they're taking, and every uh, dog, every dog, every dog by name, and uh, so my girlfriend opened it up to that, and then read to me the names of all the dogs. Right. <laughs> I, I love it too because, like, I didn't notice that I didn't read the names of the dogs until today when we were watching the Snuggle sponsored Kill Bill. <laughs> sure, yeah. Um, I just flipped through it, and I love how there's like Ulysses yep. and Hercules <clears throat> and Samson, yeah, and Slobbers, yep. <laughs> Split Lip. Yeah. <laughs> and then there's also, like, Tim. Tim. <laughs> Maybe they're big money Python fans. Could be. Yeah. <laughs> it's on to the future. Yeah, because, uh, yeah, no, she she opened her eyes. She's like, did you read the name of all the dogs? I was like, no. Nah. I'm like, they're just, why would you? Right, yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> yeah. there's, like, 40 of them. Right, yeah, yeah. yeah. She's like, I'm going to read you all the dogs. <laughs> That's pretty great. Uh, well, it's good that they're not forgotten. Yeah. You know, they were there. Sure. Unless that's one of the things uh, Nick Fertizzi made up. Oh, maybe. Yeah. Made up all the names of the dogs. Maybe those are all the dogs he's had over the years. <laughs> that's an <laughs> incredible amount of dogs. He's the guy like one per year, probably. <laughs> I don't know. Trades them in. It's like he leases them. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Because, I mean, you know... They're all you, still alive. Yeah, yeah you've had your dog for, like, 14 years. Right. You know, just yeah. the one. Yeah, just the one. Just, yeah. Just, just slobbers. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 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 <clears throat> uh, 
So yeah, so they uh they So so basically since uh everyone else has now made it to the South Pole. Right. Uh, you know, and there's no real uh, adventure in that, uh uh, Shackleton basically decides that uh, he's going to be the first man to walk right. across the entire uh, continent. Yeah, why not? Yeah. Yeah. Sure, it's there. <clears throat> yeah. There's got to be a reason for that. Yeah. Right? Right. It seems totally logical. And his wife, Emily, is totally supportive of his Absolutely. Ra- rational, rational plans. <laughs> uh, she was probably a much smarter person than Ernest. Yeah. I'm guessing. I mean, I just, I don't know, maybe it's, uh, I don't have that, uh, adventurer spirit within me, but I can't see why anyone would ever want to do that. <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, I mean, okay. I don't know geography very well. <laughs> that is a given. But, uh, as far as I know, there's actually nothing on Antarctica except just ice and snow, right? And guar. And guar. Yeah. Right. Maybe he wanted to meet Guar. Right. That's worth it. I would walk across Antarctica to like have tea with Beefcake the Mighty. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, other than that, uh, yeah, yeah. Why? I why? Mean, evil Santa Claus? Maybe he right. lives at the South Pole. The Krampus. Yeah. <laughs> Ernest Shackleton's like, I'm gonna catch me a Krampus. <laughs> that Krampus meat is divine. It's sweet. Put a little orange chutney on there. <laughs> so, yeah, so they they try. Sure. They, tr- they, they don't get very far. <laughs> they give it the old college trash. Sure they do. Uh, so, basically, they depart England in August of 1914, and then, uh, what is it, uh... They make it to South Georgia Island as, uh, like a sort of a layover. Yeah, they like to, I think it was like restock last, and, yeah, you know, send out mail and stuff like that. Yeah, and the, uh, yeah, the last, last stop of civilization before heading to Antarctica. And, uh, they get, uh, in February of, uh, 1915, they make it, uh, sort of to Antarctica. Uh, where their ship basically gets stuck in the ice forever. Right, yeah. Because it's crazy, because what they're basically doing is sailing through these little, like, open waterways that they find in between the ice. Right. And they get out there, and they, like, are breaking the ice apart to, like, keep the waterway open, open. Yeah. enough for the ship to go, which is crazy. Uh-huh. And, uh, like, that would have been the point where if I'd have been on the ship, I'd have been like, oh, my God, slobbers, let's get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Which I understand why you would think that, but, uh, where would you go? Exactly. Yeah. You can't. Like, that's the worst part, right? Yeah. <clears throat> You're man, stuck. That's terrible. You are stuck on the whims of a madman. <laughs> I know he is. He, like, I know this book is kind of like, he's a hero, but I'm yeah. like, he's fucking crazy. Yeah. And, uh, for no reason. It's not like, we're gonna save those kids that are stuck on Antarctica. No, it's like, I'm gonna walk across Antarctica and I'm bringing all of you with me. And they're like, oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And the thing is, like, most, most every single crew member 
100% behind him. Yeah. Yeah, they're like, yeah, buddy. There's like one guy who isn't. Right. Well, there was no porn back then. <laughs> they had nothing else to do. <laughs> so what else are we going to do for two years? Let's walk across the ice. <clears throat> There's no James Bond movies. Nope. Nope. Although, you know, watching a James Bond movie could feel like three years. Right. <laughs> There's no comic books. I mean, there was like a couple of like European things, but, you know, like Roloff Tolfer. But there was no like, you know, there was no Batman. Well, there was like the Yellow Kid. Yeah. Or, uh, yeah. Well, old timey comic strip of some sort. Right. right. Yeah. Somebody, I'm sure, was uh, uh, illustrating some very biting political <laughs> cartoons at the right. time. Thomas Nast, one of those guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah wow yeah what a, what a life man and uh yeah they had some uh hardships yeah they did i mean other than just shoveling the ice out of the way in front of their ship before the ship finally just got, got crushed yeah it got crushed because by the ice. ice yeah because the ice moves uh-huh. right yeah like actually i think that's one of my favorite pages in the entire book there's a you know like they like they're taking turns like on watch or whatever to see you know what happens right and uh there's a scene where Ernest Shackleton is having this, I think it's, he's having a dream that there's all these like giant, um, crazy sea creatures under the ice. Uh-huh. Because, you know, you, the ice is always moving. Right. And he walks out and he's talking to the guy that's on watch and the guy's like, I feel like we're like standing on the back of a giant whale. And it's like, can you imagine? Right. Like if just as far as you can see, the ground is just kind of shifting always. Right. Yeah. It's nuts. Yeah. And that's the thing. Like they, they get stuck. And so basically when the ship, like, I guess they would have stayed on the ship as long as they could have, but, yeah. uh, you know, it, it started getting crushed by <laughs> right. slowly moving ice. Uh, yeah, because I think they were just going to stay there all winter. Right. They're like, oh, I guess we'll just <clears throat> wait, it, wait it out. And the thing is, it's Antarctica. How do you know it's not winter? Right. <laughs> Ooh, it's only, like, it's up to four degrees. <laughs> it's summer. Uh, and so, basically, they decide that they're going to walk the ice. They're not on land yet. Yeah. They, they are still in the sea. The frozen ocean. Yes. Yeah. And they're going to walk that to land. Yeah. And uh, it's like 70 miles away right. uh, from from where they are basically <laughs> stuck. Uh, and even then, they can't make it. <laughs> oh, it's so fucked this up. This is a disaster. Yeah. Yeah. This is a disaster. But, but it, like, there's, like, <clears throat> a lot of, like, little fun things. Like, they're playing, like, a... Uh, Soccer and right, just yeah. all these different things on the ice, and uh, the, you know, they they, uh, they 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 bond and they they try to keep up morale and and uh, you know because again they are one thousand percent behind the the whims of a madman, <laughs> right? Yeah, why not? <laughs> I mean, I guess you know it's one thing if uh, you know you're hanging out with me and then suddenly I just start <laughs> acting really crazy, you can just leave. <laughs> Right, you can just go home. <laughs> but usually, our adventures are more like, "Go, like, hey, why don't we walk across the street to the grocery and get some fruit?" <laughs> True. <laughs> and I'm like, adventure. <laughs> and then eight minutes later, we're eating fruit. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And usually, you're... we do not get stuck in the parking lots for <laughs> three. <laughs> <laughs> usually, there was that one time. It was the one yeah, time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I know. We said we'd never bring that up again. <laughs> Where terrible we had, things happen. We had to eat the dogs. 
Oh, and that's the thing that happens to Yeah. Me. Spoiler. Yeah. You know, I feel like, I, I know for sure years ago, like years ago, like 10 years ago, Nick Bertozzi did a short story in an anthology about this Antarctic adventure. Mm-hmm. And it was just about, like, the crew having to eat the dogs. Right. So I'm thinking maybe this is something that he's really interested in. I haven't went back and looked at that because right. I know I still have it somewhere. But, uh,. I don't think any of that material was in here, at least not as presented in the other thing. Mm-hmm. So I don't think he just like, you know, put that in here and drew more stuff around it. Right. So I'm guessing he's like just really into this whole, this whole thing. Cause he, he also did a book about Lewis and Clark. Right. So I guess he's into sort of adventures, historical, historical adventures. adventures yeah. Uh, I believe the, uh, the back of uh, this book, cause it has reviews for, uh, Lewis and Clark and, uh, I think it makes mention that, uh, you know, he, he would, uh, continue doing more of these type of books. Oh, which, uh, I mean, I guess it's a nice little niche. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. Not, not too many, uh, other comic creators are, are doing that. So. Right. <clears throat> I mean, and I, uh, probably never would have read anything about, uh, Ernest Shackleton at any point in time. You right. know, until, until they made Ernest Gets Cold the film. Sure. <laughs> With, Jim Varney's uh, son, or whatever, <laughs> playing him. Because Jim Varney, alas, has perished. Yes, he has. <clears throat> uh, quite a while ago, too, right? Yeah. yeah like 2000? Yeah, it's uh, been, yeah. That's why you haven't seen any of those movies lately. No, yeah. yeah. Makes sense. <laughs> I think I saw Ernest Goes to Jail in the theater. <clears throat> I'm awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure I did. I, uh, I may have seen the first Ernest movie. Wow, Ernest Goes to Camp? I think so. Wow. Yeah, that may be the only Ernest movie I've ever seen. I, I just remember, oh, in the theater though? No. Oh, okay, I was gonna say, cause I, I saw it on VHS. I remember it was one of those very alluring boxes that had that sweet, like, the 80s, like, box art with the, like, hyper-real paintings, you know? Like, they always did of, like, oh, okay, yeah. Chevy Chase or whatever, yeah, yeah. Animal, Animal House and all that kind of stuff. It was, like, a really awesome, like, painting of, of uh, Ernest and, like, all the camp kids. And yeah. It's, I just... Back was, when movie poster art was uh, oh, good. So, it was so good. Yeah. It was so good. Yeah. <clears throat> Didn't somebody do one of those retro 80s movie art things, like... Oh, yeah, a lot of people do now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but like, you know, modern movies are all, you know, just the worst posters ever. Oh my ever. gosh, yeah. yeah. I mean, you get your occasional gem. Sure. But, uh, yeah, it's usually just pictures like of the Jim the movie. Yeah, Jim the movie, right. With, uh, synergy and all the yeah, sweet, yeah. sweet vixens of Jim and the holograms. <laughs> um, but yeah, usually it's just like, up close photos of whoever's the most popular. Like, oh, Philip Seymour Hoffman just died. Let's put his face right, fucking yeah. giant on the poster. And yeah. Uh, I was actually looking at a website uh, earlier today that had, uh, it was a horror website, but uh, apparently for a while they ran a feature called uh, Terrible Poster Thursday. Oh. <clears throat> and uh, they would just, you know, highlight just awful posters for horror movies. And they're just <laughs> the most boring, generic you know, whatever, so, right. you know, 
Like uh, one that I distinctly remember was uh, one for whatever the last Texas Chainsaw Massacre movie was. Uh, yeah. And it is just like, you know, it's a black poster with like, you know, just a close up of an arm holding a chainsaw and it's in black and white. And, you know, mm-hmm. just the, the font is in red. And, you know, uh, it's just, you know, in a boring font. And, and, like, you know, it has like a little tagline underneath it. It was like, Buzz, kill. Oh, wow. Yeah. And somebody got paid a lot of money. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> Good for them. <clears throat> hmm. Anyway. But yeah, Ernest Shackleton. Ernest Shackleton. So they, uh... So, yeah, they're, they're walking across the ice. Yeah. And, yeah. uh... They, 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 that's, that's the story. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, eventually, yeah, I mean, yeah. like, most of his crew get, like, gets left behind because they, they, you know, like, away back there on Elephant Island, they're just kind of hanging out there. Right. While, uh, Ernie and a couple of his buddies, like, take this tiny little schooner or whatever. Uh, One of the lifeboats. Yeah. Because they, they did salvage the lifeboats from, uh, the, uh, Right. The, the the wreckage of the, I, the ship. Yeah, I think there was like three lifeboats, and they could take two of them for some reason. Like the other one was like so small, they were worried that right. they wouldn't even make it. Um, yeah, and so they they like travel this giant distance, and that I think that is the the thing that was replicated on PBS was just the th- like the three or four men or whatever. Okay, and the, the lifeboat. Yeah. All right. And they had a like a tug kind of following them just to make sure you know. Right. Like. Off. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it wasn't like exactly. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, <clears throat> but yeah, it's fucking crazy. Yeah. But uh, basically, his basically once he realized that uh, his whole journey was fucked, uh, his per only goal at that point was uh, well, I have to keep these men alive. Yeah. Because I think he even realized at that point that uh, I'm crazy, <laughs> right? And somehow convinced that these. <laughs> 30 dudes that this is something we could do right yeah yeah and so now i am responsible for every single one of them yeah. uh and so that becomes his new goal is to make sure that they survive yeah yeah which uh spoiler happens yeah yeah see good for ernie yeah good for him and so in some ways sure hero yeah. But also mostly just crazy dude. Well, yeah, because, like, <laughs> you know, his temporarily reprieve from insanity, um, you know, came back later because after World War One, he was like, you know what? I'm going to try it again. Yeah. And he died on the way. Yep. And he didn't never made it to the South Pole. Nope. Uh, which, I mean, you know, I guess, you know, if you have... That one goal that you are only living for, you know, it's it's sad that you never get right. to accomplish that. But uh, like, you know, how far do you go? Though, yeah, I, I, yeah. I mean, like, <clears throat> he did so much. Like, you know, he did a lot of stuff. Yeah, but he just always wanted that South Pole thing, right? And why? Yeah, exactly. Well, uh, once somebody else got there, you know, what's what's yeah. the point? You know, I'm really curious. About the backstory of that, because maybe that first expedition he was on, maybe those guys he really looked up to and wanted to, like, you know, I can do this for them or whatever. I don't right. you know. I wonder if, if what is what all his motivations were. Yeah. And I realize that we sound like the stuffy old shirts uh, at the uh, <laughs> dinner club when uh, 
you know, he tries to go get money to uh, to go on this uh, other right. expedition. But but those guys were right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, because yeah, it's not like like what's the fucking point? Is basically what I'm. Yeah. What I'm where I'm at. You know, it's not like it's not like no one's ever been there, and it's not like he's doing anything amazing while he's right. there. And like you know, and again, it comes down to you know, it's Antarctica. What do you hope to discover down there? Yeah. That we can't already guess is down there. Right. Ice, snow, penguins. Maybe he's looking for Frankenstein. Ooh. Frankenstein's monster. Because, uh, you know, oh, like yeah. he was hiding down there on that, the dog that sled. That is true, yep. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's a possibility. Uh, to, to, to dumb this down even further. Oh, that's, that's us. <laughs> uh, the movie The Thing takes place in Antarctica, right? I believe so, yeah. Uh, yeah. What were they there for? Um, I, mean, I know it was a science team of some yeah, sort. Yeah, what were they doing? I'm trying to remember. I think they were just yeah taking samples, yeah, doing studies. Yeah. I don't know. I don't. I can't remember. They were fighting creatures. Well, they did that too. That is the important. Sure. Thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like well that that one uh, scene you described where uh, all of a sudden there's like sea monsters underneath them. I was really hoping that was going to be like a <laughs> thing, <laughs> right? You know? Like. Yeah, M- maybe maybe Shackleton actually thought there were oh, sea monsters. Yeah, like like that was his dream, and the next day he was like, "That's why I'm here." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm hunting yeti, water yeti. <laughs> oh man, I I uh, I love that hat that R.J. McCready wears in the thing. <laughs> Do you remember uh, Doogie was actually trying to save up to buy that hat? I know. Yeah. Yeah, it was like, it was like two thousand dollars, right, or something insane. Yeah. But it was like made by the people who made the hat for the film. I mean, it was it wasn't right. like some guy in his garage made it. But you could order all these movie props, like the Indiana Jones hat and right. you know, any of these hats and movies. <laughs> uh, I'm sure there probably was a replica somewhere out well, there that well, was a lot cheaper. He found one that was like $800 that was like... It's still way too much. They didn't use all the same like, you know, whatever fibers. And he's like, no, I gotta get the, the real one. Yeah. <laughs> Not to speak ill of the god, but uh, come on, Doogie. <laughs> That'd be like if someone was like, I've got a perfectly good copy of this comic book. Like a, like a trade paperback or something. But they're like, no, I have to have the original. <laughs> I don't care how much it costs me. <clears throat> but there's a limit. Yeah, yeah, there's a limit. Yeah, $2,000 is a lot. Yes, it is. Well, I think $800 is a lot. <laughs> well, not when you compare it to 2000 <laughs> It's like almost, it's half price. It's even less than half price. <laughs> 60% off. I think when he was thinking about doing it, though, it was like when he was a trucker and he was making a shitload of money. Oh, okay. So, right. I mean, like $2,000 would be like $400 for us or something okay, with right. the kind of money he was making. So, it's Truck driver inflation. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you got to factor in <laughs> the truck driver. <laughs> but so, yeah. So, but that's the story of this book. What, I'm guessing you liked it. I did. I enjoyed it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, me too. Uh, it, was, it was very, it was entertaining on top of being educational. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you know, ed- educating myself on, you know, uh, names you know, of dogs back names in the of early, dogs. early 1900s. Right. Popular dog names of the yesteryear. <laughs> 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 no, yeah, I, 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 
like really did enjoy it. I like uh, I do like learning about history, especially in a fun way like yeah. comics. Yeah. yeah. Um, you hear that? Teachers of the world. Yeah. Us kids like comics. <laughs> <clears throat> like I would, uh, I would almost be interested in reading the the Lewis and Clark one. Oh, yeah. You know, just to see if it's in like a similar style. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah, I've been uh, I've been a fan of this guy for a long time. He did he did a book called Rubbernecker, like mm-hmm. in the '90s that I just loved. It was like an anthology comic, but it was all him, you know. Mm-hmm. And then he did a, a a graphic novel called The Salon, okay, which is awesome. I love that book, but I I hadn't read it. I mean, I'd read it before, and I hadn't read this, so I wanted to pick right. this. But um, yeah, because I think this is brand new. I think this like just came out like a month ago, yeah. something like that. So, can I point out that, uh, this is a library book. Yeah. You got this from the library. I did. It's weird. Yeah. I don't think we've read a library book on the show before. Have we not? I don't think so. I can't remember if I ever got one. Now, I- when you used to work at Mavericks, you would library books. <laughs> right. I would borrow them. You would the borrow show. them and return them back yeah. to the shelf. Yeah. yeah. Maybe that's what I'm thinking. Yeah. But uh, you actually went to uh, a local library and checked this book out. Yeah. And risked late fees to let me borrow it. It's actually due today. <laughs> <laughs> so as long as I have it back before they open tomorrow. All right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it's it's really good. It was and, really good. I enjoyed it quite and, a bit. And Nick, Nick Bertozzi... Uh, he actually teaches comics in New York oh. at some highfalutin art school that... Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> but no, he's, and, uh, he's, uh, I, I know I told this story, but I don't know if anybody remembers, including you, but he's one of the people I met at TCAF this year. Mm-hmm. And he was just super cool. He, uh, um, just talked to me for a long time and gave me some advice. I, like, I sh- showed him one of my comics and he, like, gave me some positive, like, feedback and yeah. advice. And he was just a super cool guy. Awesome. So, yeah, on top of being a, a uh, you know, a really awesome cartoonist. He's a he's a he's a nice fella. Yeah. I uh, I think he also mentioned that he did the uh, the Watcher wraparounds for the last uh, Strange Tales. Yeah. Book. Yeah. I, I vaguely remember those. Yeah, those are funny. Those right? are funny. Yeah. 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 He said that I asked him about that, and he said that that was like the highest paying gig he's ever had. Sure. Yeah. yeah. He said working for Marvel's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> like he's done diverse stuff because he had a a page. I'm not sure what it was from, but I was looking through his original art portfolio, and he had a like a one page um, Harvey Picard story that he had illustrated. Oh, nice. Yeah, so you got to work with him too. Cool. So yeah, he's kind of done a little bit of everything. Yeah. Well, it's too bad that you couldn't support him by actually buying his book. <laughs> well, if I had a job. <laughs> oh wait a minute! <laughs> I can't use that excuse anymore. Maybe I'll just quit. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> I probably will end up buying this because I really enjoyed it. Yeah. I like, I love it. It's black and white, but it has like some like kind of subtle gray tones. Yeah. Which I think just adds a whole lot. It does. Yeah. I think it's a great feel. Because, I mean, you know, otherwise it's, I mean, you know, minimal backgrounds. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's. Because it all takes place on the ice and yeah, snow. Yeah. Maybe that's why he was like, I could do this. Yeah. <laughs> like if it was like Shackleton's Adventures in Borneo. Right. Yeah, he'd be like, nah. That'll take too long. Yeah, good pick. All right. Yeah, Sweet. Then. You want to take a break? Yeah. Well, let's do yeah. that. All right. Thank you. You're a big 
kicked in the head by a bull. Too terribly much. Yeah. 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 I, I, you uh, you visited me in my work this week. I sort of did. Yeah. Sort. Yeah. Sort yeah. of. Uh, I saw you. Saw you. Yeah. In the store, and I think you waved. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I. Uh, you work next to a uh, a secondhand bookstore. Yeah. And I was looking for uh, something in particular. And, uh, since you're right next door, I figured it wouldn't be fun if I just went in there and, uh, found Jason and just waved at him. Yeah. And, uh, luckily you were right in front. Yeah. I was on the register. You were. And, like, literally right in front. Yeah. Like, like, two registers from the entrance. Oh my gosh. I know the first time, like, they had me run the register, he was like, he's like, yeah, you were gonna be on register one today. And I was like, what? <laughs> like, you know, because that's like, you know, the busiest one and right. I've never done it before. And he was like, yeah, you'll be fine. And I was like, okay. <laughs> um, but then like when you came in, I think it was on two. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Yeah. Running the register. Yeah. And obviously I didn't want to bug you while uh, you were there because you were, you were working and there were, uh, Hippies with bags full of uh, organic food and tofu, so lentils and uh, yeah. Yeah, sparkling lemonade and yep. all that kind of. Yeah, <laughs> and I mean, I went to look for Twinkies, but uh, what? We were out. Yeah. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> so I just went to the Cheryl Cookie Company store. <laughs> nice. You know, I got. I. I it was funny. I got to work like five minutes early uh, one day this week, and I just like set up. There's like a little uh, chair in front of the Cheryl Cooking Company. Yeah. Where you can just kind of hang out in the the mall wall walkway. Yeah. Because it is a mall. It's a strip mall, yeah. but it's not, you know. But anyway, um, I saw this old guy walk up to, he shuffled up to the Cheryl Cookie Company, 
and they had this like little serving dish that said free take one uh-huh. and he like took the top off the serving dish and just like grabbed a giant fucking handful of whatever it was they were having and like stuffed them into his like he had like a you know an exercising old man jacket pocket uh-huh, yeah. and he put it in the jacket pocket and it just walked on awesome <laughs> I was like, you go. That was pretty great. Yeah. If you live 80 years, you deserve shit like that. Sure. All old people steal. Yeah. And they should. <laughs> they totally should. <laughs> Except for from Trader Joe's. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Neighboring businesses, perfectly fine. Yes. <laughs> <clears throat> so, yeah. Yeah, did, so you didn't buy anything when you were at Trader Joe's? I did not. Oh. No. Maybe someday. Yeah? Yeah. Sweet. I doubt it, but they have an, it may happen. They have an excellent root beer, perhaps the best root beer I've ever had in my life. Really? Is a Virgil's root beer. I've had Virgil's. Yeah, yeah. I love that stuff. Yeah. I can get that at Dorothy Lane Market, I believe. <laughs> it's probably more expensive. It's $4 a trade in. <laughs> I bet it's four fifty-nine or something. <laughs> what if it's cheaper? Then we'll, we'll never know. <laughs> It's true. I don't like to go to Dorothy Lane Market. That place does seem kind of pricey. Like it's I've, a little pricey. I've shopped there a couple times. It's it's the fancy grocery store. Yeah, they do have some nice stuff like oh sure pastries and sushis and wines yeah. like because it's the rich people's grocery store. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, it's, it's in the rich wood. people uh, neighborhood of Dayton. But isn't it twenty four hours? Or yes, at least, it is. Yeah, yeah. which is weird because you wouldn't think of rich people venturing out into that right under that veil of darkness. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, which, uh, is when, uh, I have been there has been, you know, well after midnight. Right. And, uh, you know, yeah, uh, even, even when you're the only person in the store, it is uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I know one time my, uh, my ex and I went there and, uh, they had black and white cookies. Oh. The, the side by side. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Wow. That's a hot one because yeah. you don't see those out in the wild. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's what Ernest Shackleton was looking for. Black white cookies. Yeah. Yeah. But maybe they sprung out of the ice. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. So so what else you been up to? Mm, nothing really. Yeah, yeah, just working. Like I've been working a lot, which is good. They they had told me they might only be able to give me like, you know, three or four days a week at first, but mm-hmm. um yeah, I'm working like well, I guess I'm only working five days this week, but it's like seven days in a row because this weekend and next week. Right, right. Um, and they had me start doing uh, art. Like, Ooh. I, like I, you may have seen one of my signs yesterday. Oh uh, well, I didn't go yesterday. Or oh, that's right. I think I think I did it the day that you were there. Oh, okay, but right. it went up uh, Friday. Nice. Yeah, right. um, but yeah, got to do some chalkboard art. Sweet, that's pretty cool. Excellent. Yeah. Excellent. Not with chalk, with paint markers. Oh. Which is even better. <laughs> yeah. Very cool. That's, that's about it, man. Yeah, I haven't yeah. done anything else. Like, I was, I watched a couple movies, but I watched a documentary on all the moon landing adventures uh-huh. called, uh, For All Mankind. Okay. It was awesome. Like, uh, I thought it might just be kind of relaxing, something to watch while I was, like, drinking a beer. Yeah. But it's really good. It was really good. Got that at the library when I got Shackleton. Nice. <laughs> <clears throat> I'm a 
about you? How about you? Well, uh, I've uh, not been doing too much right now, uh, you know. But uh, girlfriend and I saw a couple movies. Uh, we watched uh, <laughs> Dead Alive. Oh, cool! The uh, the classic. Peter Jackson uh, classic. Yeah, which I uh, do not think she enjoyed. Oh, that's too bad. Uh, it is too bad. Because uh, <laughs> I know she's a fan of the Hobbit movies and, and Lord of the Rings and all that. Well, that's weird, then. So, I mean, yeah, yeah right? Yeah, same guy. Right? <laughs> and I honestly think it's better. I do, too. Yeah. I do, too. Uh, but then we also went to the movie theater to see a movie. Oh. And we saw Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh. Yeah? Yeah. Pretty good? It was pretty good. Yeah. It was pretty good. Uh, I'm going to save my full review for the Stupid Sexy Podcast, should one ever happen again. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, it, it's a ton of fun. Yeah. It did, yeah, definitely, definitely fun. It looks great. It just it, looks, yeah. yeah, it looks, yeah, fun. Yeah. yeah which yeah. is what you want. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, there was also a trailer for the new Hobbit movie before that, oh. and I leaned into my girlfriend and said, "This needs more giant, blood spewing vagina monsters, yeah. right? <laughs> Lawnmowers of death." Yes. <laughs> <clears throat> and it's like, why don't they ever put from the director of Dead Alive uh, and Bad Taste? Uh, you know, not you know the director uh, of Lord of the Rings. I mean, who gives a fuck? Yeah, everybody knows that. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see from the director of Meet the Feebles. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, that is so weird. Like, that is so weird <laughs> that he did all those movies and then did all of those movies. Yeah. yeah. And clearly he's good at all of them. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's just such a crazy mashup. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I would uh, like to see him at some point go back to just crazy balls out horror again. Yeah, I mean uh, he's a fucking billionaire, right? He could afford to make a movie that's not gonna make a lot of money, right? You know, yeah. As long as the you know studios, yeah. You know, like if he just funded himself and said, "Oh, I'll just sure. do it," yeah. Uh, Maybe he's over it. I mean, he did get in those four movies that he did. He got like twenty movies worth of craziness out of his system. <laughs> that is also <laughs> true. <laughs> the Frighteners, that was a good one. Frighteners, I love uh, Frighteners. Such a good one. Uh, but, uh, so, you mentioned something about uh, working seven days straight. Yeah. Uh, that is uh, something that's uh, going to be happening to me. Oh? Starting this week. Really? Yes. I got a second job. Congratulations, the Mavericks? Nope. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> nope. <laughs> <laughs> what are you up to? Uh, today, this this very morning, I braved the heat and humidity in a suit. Wow! And drove myself out to the United States Air Force Museum and had a job interview. Wow! Are you going to do the alien spaceship custodian? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Sweet. Can I ride it? Yes. Yeah. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, the alien, not the ship. Right. I just no, yeah, want to ride that fucker uh, around. I knew what you meant. Yeah. <laughs> Strap a saddle on him and oh, go. Bingo yeah. yeah. a carrot or whatever. <laughs> a human heart, whatever they want. <laughs> yeah, so so that's what I did today. 
That's awesome. I had a job at a radio. And it went well. It did went well. I got hired on the spot. Nice. I will be starting this Saturday, and I'll be working Saturdays and Sundays there, and then Monday through Friday at my wow. uh, regular job. That's a, that's a load. That is a load. Uh, luckily with the museum, though, it's, uh, you know, I will never be there earlier than 8.30 and never there later than 5.30. So, okay. you know, at least I will have the evenings relatively yeah. free. That's awesome. So that is going to shake up the podcast scheduling. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, particularly, uh, particularly the Stupid Sexy Podcast. Mm-hmm. Because we generally record those on a Saturday morning and I may have to be working. Yeah. So I'm going to have to uh, contact my co-hosts on those shows and uh, figure out maybe if we could do them some other time. Yeah. Because I would still like to do all the things that I do in my life that keep me from snapping completely. Yeah. You know, and adding an extra job to all of that is not going to be helping. Right. Especially if you're taking away one of your outlets. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Why why can't we just be millionaires and draw comics? Right. This being adult is for the birds. Yeah, because I didn't mention this, but, um, like, you know. You got a bird? I got, I got a bird. It's a penguin, so I could fuck <laughs> it in the ice. <laughs> That's the ice. I'm gonna just fuck it in its vagina. I'm not a, I'm not a monster. <laughs> it's illegal in this state to, to ass fuck a penguin. Don't even, don't even suggest it, listener. But no, um, to be well rounded <clears throat> at Trader Joe's, like, I've been working mostly evening shifts. Like, I did one, like, 7 a.m. to 3 shift, but mostly I've been doing, like, 3 to 11 p.m. Yeah. Um, but this coming week, the the latest that I go into work is 7 a.m. Like, wow. Yeah, like, some days I'm there at 5, and sometimes they're at 7. Nice. So that'll be interesting. That will be interesting. Because <laughs> that's not my usual time to get up. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, my nice. my girlfriend starts her new job Monday tomorrow. Yeah, uh, she has to be there at six. Ooh, yeah, and that's just for training. Yeah, yeah. Uh, when she moves to a regular shift, she'll have to be there at six p.m. to six a.m. Ooh, I think I talked about that yeah. last week. Yeah, that's a, that's a long shift. Yeah, and so and then yeah, so so uh, everybody I know is uh, working long hours. We're all working. We're yeah. working people. Yeah, it's like Rush said. Uh, but yeah, I'll be, uh, I'll be, uh, going to the museum every weekend. That's cool. And, uh, pointing people to a green screen. (laughs) So what will you know what all you'll do? Uh, I'll be pointing people to a green screen. (laughs) Uh, I won't be working for the museum. I'll actually, I'm working for a photo studio that has a contract with the museum. Uh And basically I have to stop everybody that comes into the museum. Uh, basically we are positioned between the gift shop and the rest of the museum. Oh. And we have to stop everyone and say, hello, welcome to the museum. Uh, how many are in your party? Please step over here. Yeah. And uh, then they get their picture taken, and then uh, they can later decide if they want to purchase those pictures uh, okay. with, like, a fake background. Yeah. Yeah. So it's kind of like, uh, like, it reminds me of when you go to, like, amusement parks and they take your photo on the yes. roller coaster. Yeah. Like, do you want this? Sort of. Yeah. Yep. Huh, well, that's cool. Yeah. And you are in all the photos with all of the families. That's of awesome. course, yes. Yeah. <laughs> like, would you like your photo with a guy in a suit? <laughs> That'd be awesome. Uh, yeah. So, so that starts, uh, next Saturday. 
Yeah. What is wrong with us? We should just be making money on our podcast. I know, right? Or art. Or our art. Yeah. Sadly, we are terrible mm. at all those things that we <laughs> love. That we, yeah. Yeah. That's true. Um, yeah. Uh, otherwise, I got uh, not too much else going on. Yeah. Oh, I've been, uh, I, I made a pact with myself that I wouldn't watch the film Alien as I do you know, nightly. Sure. Uh, until I've read the novelization of Alien. Okay. And unfortunately for me, I'm sticking with that pact because that book is so fucking terrible. <laughs> it's, like, it's a slog, man. Like, yeah. Like, it's only, like, it's less than 300 pages, and I'm about 200 pages in, and there hasn't even been a chestburster scene yet. Like, it's like... Right. I mean, it's just... Like, he describes, it's Alan Dean Foster, who's done a lot of movie adaptation, screen, you know, like, yeah. to screen to novels, whatever you want to call them. And, uh, man, I feel like he's maybe really bad, or at least he was in 1979. Right. Um, because it, he just, like, goes into all these Maybe he was, uh, working off, uh, one of the, uh, early drafts. You know, he might have been. Yeah. Because, yeah, because some of the things, like, there are some of the same lines. Right. Um... But then there's a lot of like extra dialogue and and some like just inanely descriptive scenes of things that you don't need. Like he's like describing sequences that they enter buttons in on a computer, right. and it's like has nothing to do with anything. Right. And it's just tedious. Maybe you should uh, switch up to uh, you're reading the graphic novel adaptation <laughs> by uh, Archie Goodwin and Walt Simonson. Yeah, that would probably be a lot better. Yeah. <laughs> That'd probably be a lot better. I have flipped through that before, but I was yeah. like, nah. Um, uh, I was, uh, for some reason, uh, earlier talking about the Antarctic and the thing and whatever, uh, and, and you know, now movies. Uh, I was reading this article about uh, The Thing, oh. John Carpenter's The Thing, and how it uh, basically, uh, you know, uh, I guess they filmed it, and then they had, like, a six-week break for whatever reason. Hmm. And so he put together, like, all the rough footage and watched it and said, this movie is terrible. <laughs> and then he spent, like, the weekend figuring out how to make it not terrible. Huh. And basically completely butchered what he had uh, and rewrote a whole bunch of scenes and, like, did it all spur of the moment. Really? Yeah. And basically had to get, like, Kurt Russell back for, like, whatever he could. Wow. And, because I guess Kurt Russell's character was, uh, like, not, like, the, like, the leading man of the movie. He was just, you know, like, it was just part of an ensemble. And so Kurt Russell, or John Carpenter decided that, uh, no, I need a guy to focus on to be, like, you know, the, the, the leading force. Uh, yeah. And so rewrote, like, all of his scenes to make him the hero, basically. Wow. And, like, cut out a whole bunch of shit. That, uh, you know, he just thought was unnecessary and uh, basically turned it into the movie that we know and love today. Well, good for him. Yeah. That was a weekend well spent. Yes, it was. Yeah. (laughs) Because, yeah, like, it's such a unique film. Yeah. It's so, it's so, yeah. I mean, it's got a lot of tropes or whatever from that you've seen in a lot of other films. But it just has a vibe to it, you know? Yeah. That is unique. It's great. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, otherwise, uh, you know, go see, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. 
Looks good. Yeah. And uh, we'll say this is the first time I've been to a Marvel movie where not everybody immediately left uh, as soon as uh, the credits started. And there was extra things. There, there was yeah. extra things, cool. yeah. Because that would have been funny if everybody stayed and there wasn't anything. Right. Extra. You mean like when I went to see Man of Steel? Oh, did everybody stay for that? Yeah. There was nothing extra. Yeah. yeah. I don't know why I stayed because that movie is fucking awful. Yeah. I, I tried watching it and I got like maybe half an hour into it or whatever. Fell asleep. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, definitely, definitely, uh, well, I yelled at a guy <laughs> at Guardians, because, uh, well, okay, like every other Marvel movie I've been to, for whatever reason, like I would say between half to like 70% of the audience leaves as soon as the credits start, even though, like, like even the latest one, the Captain America, you know, even though by this point there are like nine movies into this thing, there's always stuff after. Everybody knows at this right, point. Yeah. Right, yeah. Uh, so I would say only about 10 people left the theater, uh, when the credits started, which was fine because a couple of them were sitting right next to us and they were super annoying. Uh, but, uh, this old man and his wife who were sitting like two rows in front of us, like stood up and then they didn't move. They just stood up and stood there watching the credits. Oh, weird. Yeah. And so finally, I was just like, "Sit down or get out." <laughs> and so they started moving, and then the woman fell. Aww, aww. And then her husband just stood there, <laughs> watching the credits. Yep. And then she got herself up and moved to another row and sat down, and the husband just stood in the, on the the stairs. <laughs> Weird. Yep. Was she like? Why did she follow? Because it was dark, or I don't know, drunk or old, <laughs> old and fat. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the only reasons I could she, think of. You shouldn't follow like immediately after you said move, but <laughs> maybe you startled her. They okay, like they were standing here, and <laughs> then she took a step to the left. And as soon as she did that, just down. Oh. <laughs> she probably hit some, like, juju beans or something. <laughs> probably. There was a lot of trash. Yeah. Because there were a lot of kids. Yeah. That is the worst part of the movie, was that <laughs> uh, people brought their children to this movie. It's uh, not a kid's movie? Uh, you know, it's... I don't know. It's uh, a little dirtier and a little more violent than yeah. uh, some of the other Marvel movies. Yeah. And it's also from the director of Slither and Super. <laughs> uh, but somebody brought in, like, a baby. Like, a fucking baby. That, like, just started wailing throughout the movie. Aww. That's and, too bad. Uh, before I could yell out something, somebody else did. And I just heard somebody say, Really? <laughs> Did they remove the baby? No. 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 I think they maybe uh pulled a, a hawkeye pierce and uh you know, snapped the chicken's neck. <laughs> Hopefully they just gave it a pacifier. <laughs> Speaking of the pacifier, how was Vin Diesel as uh He is a Groot. Yeah, was that how was that? He is a Groot. Yeah. <laughs> Could you tell it was him? He is a Groot. Okay. All right. <laughs> Sounds good. No, it was fine. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> um, 
there, there was a, uh, a cameo in the movie that uh, there is absolutely no reason that I should have recognized uh, that it happened. But it did, and I was there, and I saw it. Oh, uh, obviously, there's a Stanley cameo, yeah. and uh, it was uh, one of his least intrusive, so that was fine. Um, but there is a scene uh, early on where where uh, our, our soon-to-be Guardians of the Galaxy are all in a space prison, and uh, there is a space riot about to happen, and uh, they, there's like you know other prisoners like throwing shit down and then screaming and yelling, and the camera kind of whips around them, and uh, Lloyd Kaufman was in the uh, one of the prisoners. Lloyd Kaufman, the uh, president of Troma Pictures. Oh, okay. Wow. Um, uh, writer director of the Toxic Avenger wow. films. Yeah. Wow. What was he doing there? Uh, well, James Gunn, uh, the director of, of Guardians of the Galaxy, got his start working on trauma movies. Uh, he wrote uh, Tromeo and Juliet. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Well, that's nice. Yeah. That he put Lloyd in there. Yeah. Wow. It was like, there's no reason that I should know what Lloyd Kaufman looks <laughs> yeah. like. Right. I know I've seen him like at a desk talking about trauma movies before, a right. trauma movie. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I couldn't even remember his name. Yep. Wow. That's awesome. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah. Mm. Well, so you gotta, speaking uh, of movies. Yeah, yeah, movies. Yeah. I guess I gotta pick one. Sure. Um, I think I just changed my mind in the last <laughs> ten minutes. Cause You're I gonna was, watch Alien? <laughs> yeah. So you gotta finish that book? I'm gonna read, I'm gonna whip through that bitch. <laughs> no, I, I was thinking about watching, like, trying to watch an old movie that, uh, that I've seen years and years ago. Mm-hmm. Ernest goes to camp. Ernest goes to camp. No, but uh, there's a newer movie. I, I'm, and I know you. Ernest s- goes to jail. Ernest <laughs> goes to jail. I know you've seen it, but I think I think we had maybe discussed like you know you being up for watching it again at some point because right. I've never seen it. Okay. Um, I think I'd like to see Attack the Block. Okay. Yeah. I, I've never seen it. I would love to watch that again. Okay. I've seen it. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Absolutely. Awesome. Cool. Yeah. We are thinking of the same movie, right? Yep. Yep. British aliens attacking a tenement block Ernest, building. Ernest attacks the block. Yes. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, as long so. as we can find a day that we're both off work, we'll watch it. <laughs> Let's hope. Yeah. <laughs> maybe, maybe drawing night will have to be replaced by a podcast night. We haven't done a drawing night in weeks. It's been a while. And, uh. And it was a while before that one. Yeah. Right? Yeah. No. Hmm. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's why I haven't drawn anything lately. Well, I mean, I still continue to draw, but it's not as fun. Oh. Well, uh, I would like to do it again. Uh, I miss drawing nights. I, I miss, uh, miss watching Justified. I'm pretty sure. I miss that, eating Chinese food. Yeah. Uh, well, let's try it all because I'm pretty sure I get off early this coming Saturday. All right. I think I get off at like three or four. So awesome. Maybe I'll go home and take a power nap. Yeah. All right then. Cool. Attack the, block. Uh, attack the block, and yeah, I mean, I'll be working till at least five thirty on Saturday. Oh, so, okay, you know, perfect. Yeah. That's when I'll be done napping. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, we'll be back next time. Yeah. With attack the block. See you guys. Goodbye.
Thank you for listening to Gutter Trash. You can subscribe to the show from guttertrash.net or from iTunes and leave us a review. Visit guttertrash.net for email information, links to our Facebook and Twitter pages, and for other podcasts and websites in the Gutter Trash Network. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time.